The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Secrets. Why do we keep them? Should some things always remain private or is full disclosure always the best policy? Is it deception or is it lying or is it simply not oversharing? Well, I'm joined now by psychotherapist and author of What Your Teen Is Trying To Tell You, Stella O'Malley. Stella, good morning. Hi there. Now, in psychotherapy, there's a saying, we are only as sick as our secrets. Explain. Yeah, it's it's actually a good way of measuring our, our kind of mental health is how many secrets you have. And does anybody truly know you if if you haven't divulged all your secrets to one person at least? And when we say we're only as sick as our secrets, generally it's it's a good kind of rule of thumb of if you if you are got a whole plethora of secrets and you don't tell anybody, you are probably riddled with shame. There's probably a lot of shame around those secrets and you could probably benefit from divulging them to the right person in the right manner, in the right way, Mm. at the right time, and you will probably feel a sense of liberation. Now, I am aware sometimes some secrets, and I'd call it privacy, is is healthy, as in it's appropriate and it, it isn't toxic and it's not shame-based, but an awful lot of secrets are shame-based. Mm. Uh, now, this business of confiding in somebody uh, about your secrets and this will liberate you, I mean, this is just Roman Catholic confession, is it not? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think go into the priest, tell um, him all the terrible things you've done, and out you come, few Hail Marys, uh, off you go, happy all, as Larry. Uh, Anybody my age and, and older remembers that gorgeous sense when you left the confession box of feeling, you know, like a white rose for for an hour or two until you blotted your copybook again. So it, do, it does give you a bounce of freedom. It does give you a feeling of when you tell your secrets of stuff, it does give you a kind of... Um, I can start again. So there is a renewal that can happen. Mm-hmm. But if you do it with a therapist and you are understood, rather than, you know, a priest who just nods along and gives you a punishment, if you do it with a therapist, you kind of unpick why is it a secret? Why were you ashamed to talk about it? Is it your secret or is this some sort of toxic shame that has been handed down from your family? Because it often is. And does it need to be a secret? Could it be something that you can stand by? Can you honour yourself and honour whatever actions you took that you feel should be kept secret? Now, there are certain secrets which uh, are red flags. If an adult says to a child, this is our secret, uh, don't tell anybody. Now, you know, we know what we're thinking of when that kind of thing happens. What has that adult been up to? On the other hand, an adult might say, here's, you know, 10 euro for you. It's our secret, don't tell your sister, because <laughs> I'm not going to give her 10 euro, that kind of thing. So there are kind of, uh, you know, white lies and uh, shameful secrets. Well, adults really should know better than try to create a secret with, with a child. And I know I hear you and, you know, it, it can be done in a gentle context and it's no big deal. But as a rule... Adults shouldn't be creating secrets with children because it's such a red flag. It it really is that if an adult has uh, created a secret with a child and they've created their own little world that nobody else knows, all sorts of boundaries can be trampled upon 
and it kind of creates a, 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 an in-world and an out-world. And the child can sometimes not really know what should be said and what shouldn't. And it's very important these days because there's an awful lot of <clears throat> excuse me, who, um, teachers, for example, who are given secrets by children. And then they're holding that secret from the from the parents, and it creates a triangulation. And in the triangulation, one person is a savior, one person is a victim, and one person is the persecutor. If a teacher keeps a secret from a parent, the parent is cast as the persecutor, the child is cast as the victim, and the teacher is in the very pleasant position of being the savior. And it's unhealthy for everybody, and it's not good for the family, and it creates a kind of a sense of the teacher's going to help them and the teacher's going to save them and that's not actually true. The teacher's going to go home at four o'clock and is, hasn't got the ability to save them and actually the child would be better off if the teacher realised this is not healthy to create this triangulation. I need to either escalate at this so other people know or I need to speak to the parent because now, creating this secret is just a bad toxic scenario yeah. for, the, for everybody. Now what about the difference between secrecy and privacy? Um, for example uh, two people who might share intimate images with each other, they are private. Uh, they're not, in a sense, a secret because they each share them, but they certainly don't want them to be viewed by anybody else. Absolutely. Up until, you know, um, puberty, arguably there isn't really a need for for. for secrecy as such because we haven't yet had a sexual awakening. From the time we have a sexual awakening, other than obviously when children go to the toilet they need the privacy and things like that but like ultimately when we have a sexual awakening our private life begins and we have to protect that because it is a private, there's something within the human that seeks to keep our sex life private. Most of us, not all of us, but most of us do and have always done. And so we have to kind of have respect for the fact that sex is usually private and sex is kind of seems to reach an intimate part of us that we only want to share with some people. And if people are free and easy about sharing their their private life, it can sometimes kind of dishonour themselves or dishonour their, their sex life. Not always, but definitely with some. So there is a big difference between privacy and secrecy and also kind of realising my sex life is something that I'm going to keep with people to whom I'm intimate and, and nobody yeah. else. Suppose, you know, you've got a bit of history. Do you share that history with your latest flame? Yeah, that's a big, huge, that's a big, big question in relationships. And often it's the values of the person. So imagine I, I, for example, have, you know, I really esteem freedom and I really like the ability to do what I want. And so during COVID, it was very difficult for me. Other people really value privacy and they, they don't, you know, freedom isn't a big deal for them. And so imagine if you are with a partner and their big deal is freedom and the other person's big deal is privacy, that could be an issue because one person might really want to be able to say, well, I did whatever I wanted. Well, the, per- the person who's very kind of into privacy might say, I'm not going to tell you about my previous sex life. It's not your business. You've got me here, you've got me now, and from now on you will always have me. But it's not how I operate. And we have to kind of realise that how we value things matters. So one person, it's just not that big a deal and another person, it's a huge deal and they are not going to divulge their private life. And I think we have to just respect 
that our values shape us. And so if one person really wants ultra in intimacy, i.e. we have to tell everything, the other person really, really kind of protects the private life, that couple could really hit into big roadblocks. That yeah. could become a huge issue in their relationship. Well, one thing for sure, tell her or him about your gonorrhea. That's something that has to be shared. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you, you can do that, Pat. <laughs> I'll leave that to you. <laughs> Stella O'Malley, psychotherapist and author of What Your Teen Is Trying to Tell You. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.